0: Five, four, three, two, one. You know I You're now listening to Generational to Empowerment to with Ashley J and the Hilarious, you J-Man. Do, you know they know got they you covered with all the news that pushes social you know. change Right here live I on direct go access to sleep, radio. Go to sleep, I
1: can see it like a movie in my dreams. Put my face in the dark.
2: I have a dream. I send for you friends, brothers, and sisters in the struggle for human dignity and freedom.
3: Do whatever is necessary by any
2: means. I still
3: believe,
1: still believe it. You
2: and me. This is your victory.
3: I am your boy J-Man.
2: And I'm your girl, Ashley
3: Jay. All right, all right. So, guys, as we promised, mm-hmm. love and relationships really? part, part two. So, I hope you're tuned in for this great show. Yeah. Ashley, you ready? I'm coming with the heat today. Ashley coming with this heat today <laughs> on these love and relationship guys. So I hope yeah. you guys are tuned in. I hope you guys are ready. And we're going to go ahead and kick it right on off. Go ahead, Esther J., what you got for me? All them?
2: right, so Love and Relationship Part 2. Part 2. The oh, <laughs> All right, so we're going to kick it off. So why do both genders, well, particularly um, ladies, think that a certain type of woman will make a man act right?
3: A certain type of woman will make okay. a man act right.
2: So these are the list of things that will not make a man act right okay okay so it's gonna be great sex okay two being a good woman what
3: is what does a good woman mean we're
2: gonna we're gonna go so we're gonna get to that okay three a good cook
3: <laughs> okay
2: four um buying him things okay five supporting his dreams okay those okay. are five things. That will not make a man act right.
3: That will not make a man act right. So yes. if you can't cook, he ain't gonna act right. If
2: no, you, if you can't cook, he's still
3: he's still not gonna act right. He's not gonna so act these right. five things, even if you possess those five things, basically what you're saying is that they still would not act right.
2: No. Oh. Great sex won't make him act right. Okay. Buying him things, supporting his dreams, will not make him act right. So. What will make him act right, may you ask? Yes,
3: what's going to make him act right? Because I'm look curious, because that sounds good to me.
2: <laughs> really? Yeah. He will only act right when he wants to. Mm. When he decides.
3: When he decides.
2: That, hey, I'm going to be the man that I need to be for this relationship. I'm going to be the man that I need to be for my community, mm. for society. Mm-hmm. That's when... Those qualities will be at its full um, valued because those things women gets to the, they get this um thing in their mind where they think like okay if I give him great sex if I cook for him I support his dream I will be his assistant if he's entrepreneur and all of these things that it's going to make him act a certain way and that's not true.
3: Oh wow! I mean, in my personal opinion, I mean those are kind of like the expectations in my book and you know as far as somebody that can cook why because i can cook somebody that is going to support my dreams why because i'm a supportive mate yeah. so it's just kind of like i want someone that's going to possess all of those same qualities that i have um so and but what you saying that they not, they're not going to act right until they want to.
2: Until they want
3: to. Until they want to. It's just kind of like. Because it's
2: not about you. It's not about the person. It doesn't matter what you're able to bring to the table. It matters about.
3: What they want to do. What
2: they want to do. If they decide, okay, it's time. You. It's all written in history. Okay. When a man decides that, mm-hmm. you know, when, when a person decides, like, hey, I'm going I'm to do right. Like, you, if you're a student and you're deciding, like, Okay, I need to get my stuff together.
3: Okay, okay. No matter
2: what the teacher try to do, no matter matter what what, your parents say to you, until until whatever affects you, whatever you experience, that's when you're going to start acting right. Right. Okay,
3: okay. I can get that. I mean, but... You see where I'm going? Yeah, I see where you're going. I see,
2: Uh okay, I see
3: where you're going with that.
2: All right. Yes. <laughs> wow! You was taking for a loop. You was like, "What's a good woman? You know, a good woman like, <laughs> you know, she she ain't in the club every day. She's not, um, you know, she's on her business. She's focused. You know, she carries herself in a mannerism that's um appealing and pleasing. Mm. Um, uh, if you believe in God, if she's a God fearing woman, right? All of those things will uh, you know add up to being a good woman. But women think that those five, um. List. I mean, that, those five things on the list will make a certain type of man act right, and he will not until he until decides. Until
3: he decides. I mean, it makes sense. And even one of our um, our viewers, he said the same thing. It makes sense. It really does. Um So, but I guess for me, it's just kind of like, well, what's the point of even positioning yourself to be with someone if they're not gonna act right till they get good and ready? Again?
2: Exactly. So then, with the phenomenon, they say. Don't give a man wifely duties if you're a girlfriend,
3: right? Okay, so basically saying don't act like a wife until you actually are
2: one. Exactly. So 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 what does it
3: mean to act like a girlfriend?
2: Well, I mean, (laughs) right. (laughs) What does it mean to act act like like a girlfriend? girlfriend. Um,
3: Because if you were raised by, uh, if your mother was a wife, mm -hmm. then she taught you how to be a wife. She didn't mm -hmm. teach you how to be a girlfriend. So your qualities are basically going to be just that, just like, My mom, she taught me to be a great husband. I'm going to be a great husband one day. Yeah. However, I found that I cannot treat people as though I'm their husband Mm -hmm. because what it does is it creates a comfort.
2: Exactly. So if you guys are not on the same mission Mm -hmm. as for saying, hey, we are dating to marry. Okay. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Okay. I understand my position. You understand your position. Mm-hmm. So let's play that accordingly. And that means, you know, why would I be washing your clothes? Why would I be cooking for you? Why would I be doing these elaborate things when you haven't given me the commitment that I need? Right. That's being that girlfriend. You know, just staying within those bounds to know, like, you won't get disappointed if you um, have expectations, and you have those expectations because you bring forth certain things, those good quality, woman, good woman qualities. You bring forth those things, then it puts you in a space where, if if they don't live up to it, mm-hmm. then you get disappointed.
1: Right
2: now you mad, now you sad, now you're hurt because. You put forth all this energy and, you know, he wasn't acting right. Or you know that this wasn't a man you're not supposed to be with. Or he just not reciprocating those things that make you say. But we get into those situations where we want to have those wifely duties because they'll see the value in us. Mm-hmm. That, oh, now they they'll take me serious. Or now I can be their wife. Or they'll consider me being their wife because they see my qualities, you know. Right. And that's so damaging.
3: It is damaging because you get people that, you know, they they feel that they've met their perfect soulmate, and within meeting their perfect soulmate, they feel like, okay, let me show this person, you know, the type of person that they're getting ready to be with for the rest of their lives, and then you come to find out, oh, this person is a cheater, this person is a liar, yeah. and I've wasted all this effort and this energy on trying to show them this good person that I am, and they didn't even deserve it.
2: Yeah, and that was because you, you're supposed to court, mm-hmm. right? You're supposed to um, get to know a person on a level where it can reach that stage of fiancé. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We put so much effort into showing our qualities or trying to prove our importance. And then when it's not reciprocated or it doesn't go the way we perceive, then it's just like, oh, I, I gave so much and this is what I was given. But... You put yourself in that situation because you was trying to let somebody see your value. And two, the right man or woman will notice that off the bat. And that's not something that you will have to show.
3: That's true. That's
2: That's how you know it's the right person. Because you wouldn't have to say, oh, let me go above and beyond to show who I am and show my value. Mm -hmm. Your husband or wife will automatically see that. Yeah.
3: Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
2: So, yeah, yes. love and relationship yes. is going to be a hot topic today.
3: Yes, it is. It's okay, a- so one of our, our guests says, but that could just be who you are, hashtag a good person, and that's true.
2: And that's why good people get hurt quickly. This
3: is true, and it's just <laughs> kind of like, you know, you learn and you try and figure out as you grow into who you are and who you're becoming as a person, you you try and figure out, okay, if I'm going to be a good person or if I'm, I'm sitting here saying that I'm a good person, And then I just, I keep getting hurt. I keep getting hurt, whether it's relationships or friendships. Then it's just kind of like, okay, well, what do you do? But what I have learned as being one of those people, quote, unquote, the good person that's Mm -hmm. been hurt, friendship, relationships, you name it, even family, um, you never stop being who you are. Be true to you 100%. So with being true to who you are 100%, sometimes that also means that you just have to be slow to care and slow to show people who you really are.
2: Exactly. Don't go head first into giving all of you mm-hmm. because you're going to get hurt in the end because, you know, sometimes that could be a lot on a person. Yeah. But, um, okay. yeah, so, you know, those are the five things that will not get a man to act right. He will only act right if he decides. If he decides he won't act right. Yes. Gotcha. It don't mean, matter you get him for act right. He still ain't going to act right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: We're not going to get into what that act right is, but yeah.
2: Okay. Okay, so it's this interesting quote that I've seen floating around, mm-hmm. and it states, men are choosing women who aren't meant to be their rib and wonder why they can't breathe easy in their relationships. Hmm. Hmm. So you
3: said men are choosing women.
2: Men are choosing women that...
3: That aren't meant to be their rib. Yes. Um, and that's Bible. Um, Hello. That's definitely And that's Bible. why they
2: can't um, breathe easy in relationships. That's why it's not that, oh, you bring me peace. You are my peace, mm-hmm. you know?
3: And, you know, that's something that I've learned is a big, big thing as it comes to, like, building relationships. Like, mm-hmm. if you're, you can't be your significant other's peace, like, it's just kind of like, it's out for us. So if they already come home from work and they already dealing with this that and the third they already dealing with all these other things and then they got to come home and deal with you nagging complaining fighting at war yeah no man nor woman wants to come home to fight a war men and women want to come home to peace
2: yeah and but if they have laid a foundation of peace you know yeah a lot of times people say oh you can't be my peace but you haven't laid a foundation for peace for me to have a restful, secure mind.
3: Right, right, right. And I get what you're saying. Like at the end of the day, you can't be a cheater coming home looking for peace.
2: Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, you can't be a liar coming Come
3: home, home, looking home looking
2: for, for peace. peace. Like, but but yeah. at
3: the end of the day, if you are one of those good men, or if you one of those good women that you know you work hard, you provide, and this, then the third, you're doing everything that you need to do. However, you're dealing with someone that does not carry them that does not carry the secureness within themselves and lacks. Um what do they call it? Uh Ashley know what I'm talking about. What do they lack? They lack self confidence. Hold on one there it is. They lack one self What's confidence. What's
2: going on with the camera? Movie recording has been stopped automatically. Oh, this hmm. it, it not coming back on? Oh, okay. All right. And what was it? Self confidence? Self confidence, yes. Yes. So
3: if you basically are lacking self confidence, but you're continuously attacking this person or attacking this man based off of whatever and whomever, then what are you going to do at the end of the day? Like, people want peace when they come home. So if you got a good man, you got a good woman, you need to understand that they want peace when they come home. They don't want the nagging, they don't want the arguing. Yeah. They, you know, but. As far as you saying that these men are choosing women that aren't supposed to be their rib or that aren't their rib and mm-hmm. then, so they can't breathe easy, well, what are they choosing these women for? Is it the look?
2: The looks, the lust. You know, they're going based on their own selfish desires, based on the logical. You know that, okay, you got into it because of you want to see, you know, excuse my French, what it was he like. What we, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. want to see that, you know, I mean, and then you get so caught up in y'all have, okay, or it could be y'all have a great dynamic of, you have a great sex life, uh, and that's just what it is. Right. You know, we don't push each other, we, uh, we you know, we don't share each other's dreams, but you get in these situations where you introduce a family, y'all going out and this and that, but at the end of the day, it's nothing that's going to uh, prosper because that's all it that's that's just what it is. But you are holding on to that. You know, that's the only thing that you're just clinging on to that, that this is just what we have. That
3: this is just what we have.
2: And you want it to work, but the foundation of what all needs to be there is not there. So it's not your rib, you know? Uh, it's your maybe your man head. Man. <laughs> man head what does that mean excuse me you're thinking with the man below you know with the
3: man below okay and i mean i guess that's a problem in a lot of relationships okay so what about the woman she thinks with the woman below
2: yeah she's thinking with the moment she's looking well she may just be looking with the the that eye of oh he has money Mm. or he looks good you know, or, you know, he treats me right in a certain degree.
3: In a certain degree. He treats me right when we're around other people because yes. of the look of the situation. However, yes. when we get home, there's com- this complete detachment.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, I mean, it goes, you know, both genders, you know, um, women choose men. And I say a lot of things is that security of the monetary value, you know, what mm-hmm. they bring as far as the lifestyle absolutely. or. You know, Absolutely. so they're they're only looking at the dollar signs, and you know this not the man you need to be with. He doesn't uplift you. He only compliments. He only compliments you when it is other people. You know, are when in a setting where it's multiple people? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna treat you so a certain type of way. Right. But when we get behind those closed doors, mm-hmm. you all types of names, or you know, it just that that disconnect. Okay. You know. Okay. So yeah, so men they're right. choosing, women they're choosing that as well. So um. Be firm with your choices.
3: Be firm with your choices. Be firm. And choosing your mate.
2: Just in general, Mm -hmm. when you when we're talking about love and relationships, we want to be firm with our choices. You know that hey, I'm not. I don't need to be in a relationship right now. Mm. I need to be focused on my business, or I need to be focused on my passion right now. I know that I'm not, you know, ready, or um, I can be in a functional relationship.
3: But mm-hmm. So you're saying be firm. Okay, so even when you are firm, you have people that are very, very adamant. And you when I say adamant, adamant in the sense of you have poor communication. Baby, I told you I'm not looking for no relationship. So, but they okay. still just You like don't agree upon that. Uh, you
2: just don't take that in and agree and, and let them waver you. Be firm.
3: Be
1: firm.
2: Be firm. Be firm. Love in relationships. <laughs> be firm. Be intentional with, you know, um, with your dating life. Be intentional with What's your goals? Mm. You gonna sit here and allow somebody to come in and sway you based on what they want? They mm-hmm. yeah, they want a relationship. They want to see what you here like. They want to see. They want to get in your presence, and you weak enough to not be firm to your goals, your aspiration, what you know. Is, that
3: is very true. Um, testimony.
2: <laughs> I'm
3: um, in your house. So I, okay. Yeah, I have a testimony. I have been very firm in this celibate journey. It's trust me, it's been hard. I've got folks knocking at the door. Yeah. You know.
2: And and you're but, supposed to because if you have no temptation mm-hmm. then, you know, how can you know that the what what is it? Um you have to be put, put to the test. You got to be
3: put to the test, you know. Yeah. And and being put to the test, I mean, at the end of the day, is, it it helps you be able to see your growth yes. as a person. Um, yes. And you're able to actually see the benefits of being put to the test and say, "Hey, I can beat this. I can conquer this." You know? Exactly.
2: Um, you beat um you beat it on one level mm-hmm. when you, get to, when you level, get to that next level. It'll just be it'll be, it'll be much easier. Yeah. yeah, definitely will. So yeah. it says be firm with your choices. Don't go backwards to habits and situations that weren't helping you.
3: Mm, yeah. It was
2: hindering you. <laughs> Why is you all in my pocket? <laughs>
3: you know, every time I say that in the love and relationships, and you know, just because, you know, me and you speak on a more personal level every day. Mm-hmm. um, So you, you get what I go through on the daily basis as far as just kind of like everything that's just been going on and then to try and waver between, hmm, should I entertain dating somebody, or should I continue on this journey that I'm on? And what I've come to realize is I have to continue on this journey that I'm on. I cannot you have to. cannot waver. I cannot sway left and right, this, and the third. You know, it may look good. It may smell good. It might taste good, but it ain't for me. You know? <laughs> it just is what it is. You know, you just yeah. gotta continue to push forward and move forward, and you have to just be strong.
2: Yes, you have to be intentional. Yes. You have to be intentional with who you are, what you want, what you don't want, what you don't like, yeah. in order for you to keep it forward-pushing. Because, yeah. you know, we, we're human. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to fall short. As long as we don't fall off, you know. Mm-hmm. We we may shake. We may you – know, we got some viewers saying, he says, commenting.
3: There is a difference between love and love and infatuation with the person. Yes. That is very true. And you have to – you have to be mature enough within self to know the difference between love and love and infatuation. Yeah. And a lot of times relationships are built on infatuation rather than actually built on some true love.
2: True love. And true love endures all. Yes, it it does. does no it doesn't keep any wrongdoing. It is patient. It, it is, is kind. True. You know, if you come from a Christian background, then second Corinthians thirteen, you know what love means, you yes. know. So, definitely. So, we're going to end there for my segment of Love and Relationship Part 2. We have a highlight of the high school student that's coming in. Yes. And so
3: when we come back, guys, we're going to come back with the high school student, our highlight of the week. Yes. And we'll be back shortly. Thank you for listening to Generational Empowerment. Yes. This is your victory. Welcome back, guys, to Generational Empowerment. And as you know, once a week, um, we like to highlight a high school student. So today with us, we have Ms. Lauren Ashley Stevens. Um, She's currently a freshman here at Riverdale High School. Um, And just to give a little bit of background, uh, as of right now, Lauren being a freshman, she has completed most 10th grade courses while in the ninth grade. She has been accepted into the Upward Bound program um, she also has been accepted into the Future Medical Leaders of America, and when Lauren graduates in 2023 from high school, she will also graduate with her associate's degree. Wow. So, yes, welcome, Lauren. How are you? I'm fine. You're fine? You're welcome. Fine. We
2: definitely... <laughs> a little <laughs> we, nervous. She's but, a little nervous, but yes, we definitely
3: appreciate you coming in on the show today. Um, basically, we just want to kind of like dive in and get a little bit of gist of... Just some advice you can give to like some high school freshmen. Um, I know with doing my research, um, you had to kind of transition into a new high school rather than the high school that you were supposed to go to with the people that you went to middle school with. So kind of just to start off, how was that transition period for you?
4: Um, really the hardest part was like not knowing anybody like you said, I didn't go to the middle to the high school that all of my friends went to. So when I went there, it was like I didn't know anybody. Everybody already had their own friends because that was their high school. So it kind of felt like alone. Yeah. Okay,
3: you felt alone. So what advice to any newcomers, anyone that's kind of like making that transition, they have to go to a new high school or they have to kind of like go into something new, what kind of advice would you give them that you kind of did for yourself to kind of just kind of like open up that door to make it a little bit easier on you
4: um just be a good person because then people like will talk to you you talk to other people you can't like shut yourself off from other people because then it's gonna be like you know that's a girl that don't want to talk to anybody so (laughs) just make friends it's not hard to make friends I know people make it seem like it is but it's not
2: okay when you break through that barrier of being afraid or you know shy then you will be able to receive what you you know want that friendship yeah (laughs) yeah i mean i was thinking about like you know i grew up and i had to go to the high school where i didn't go um well travel from middle school with my friends and then i went to a school where it was predominantly um white so i was like maybe like the fifth black girl and um, I made friends very quickly when I understood that. I was like, okay, I'm going to have to be here for the next four years. So I might as well go ahead and, you know, get used to it.
3: Yeah. Um, what has been, like, your ultimate, like, what has pushed you to be as successful as you have been? I mean, to kind of, like, go into high school with already, like, you know you wanted to take dual classes so you can kind of, like, get ahead. What possessed you to do that? Like, what was it?
4: Um, well, one, my mom. And two, I've always just wanted to, like, I don't know, I, this sounds bad, but like I always want like be better than other people my age. Like, I've always felt like I was able to do better than other people my age, so I was like, might as well do it. Take advantage of it. So
3: basically, you just kind of wanted to take advantage of the opportunities that uh-huh. you were given that's good that's Um, a good
2: mindset to have because at your age a lot of people not thinking let me utilize the tools and resources i have you know to you know get ahead
3: and having that support system of like your mom like what other influences did you have um as far as like that kind of push you
4: really my whole family like my whole family is like overachievers mm-hmm. so they always gonna push you to do better than you can do so I was like you should do this and this and this so it's like well it looks like this is what I'm gonna do because
3: you gotta keep that yeah you gotta keep that momentum going and keep that you know just kind of keep the the ball rolling as as everybody else has been doing so you have to make sure that you're keeping up with it
4: especially well. my sister like my sister I think she the one that like pushes me the most, not because of what she says to me, but like seeing what she does, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, like, I gotta do that too. Yeah. Or be better than that. Yeah, you
3: know. Okay. That's good. That's good. Um, so kinda like as being like one of these our our young future leaders of America, um, what is it that you can say to our listeners that could possibly have children your age or brothers or sisters your age that could poss- that they could possibly help to make sure that they're kind of going in the same direction of what you're going? Um, what advice would you say that you can give them?
4: It may seem hard, but it's not hard to be, like, in this position. Like, the world now makes it really easy for you to overachieve. So basically take advantage of the opportunities that you have. Because, like, when... They have a dual enrollment thing going on now, but before then, dual enrollment was out in the open. Just take the test and you can get into it. So if you have that type of opportunity, then you should take it, Mm -hmm. while you can take it.
3: Right. Yeah, Yeah. so it's basically, guys, um, as she says, take advantage of those opportunities as they present themselves. Um, Lauren, we definitely want to thank you for coming in and joining us. Um, You're definitely an inspiration to high school freshmen across the board. I mean, just all the amazing things you have going on. Um, especially with everything going on in the world, you could be doing something totally different, but you're yes. very focused on your goals, you're very focused on your future, and that's definitely something that we here at direct access, we love to see and we love to make sure that we shout out. So um also here at Direct Access, you prepare that for me, um we'd like to make sure with it, with also with recognition that we also present our guests Yay. with the So this is a gift from us, just as a token of appreciation, just to let you know how much we appreciate you,
4: and thank you for coming in. Thank you, guys.
3: Thank you so much. This is your victory. All right, guys, welcome back to generational love. empowerment
2: i'm saying love and relationships. <laughs> love and relationships oh uh, yes generational we kind of, empowerment
3: we've kind of moved past the love and relationships for the day yes um, but speaking of love and relationships did you see kylie jenner is selling her necklace that tiger gave her what yes so you know i am your boy jayman and i come with my ear to the streets yes so you know doing a little bit of research prowling through social media and all that good jazz <laughs> kylie jenner is selling the necklace that tiger gave her
2: and well she should why why not why keep it
3: and then she's selling it for 350 dollars.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the pettiness <laughs> that is
3: so petty if yeah. he bought you first of all <laughs> if he yes, bought your sure. necklace i'm sure it was worth more than 350 dollars the fact you turned around and selling it for $350, it was just kind of like, what was the point? Are yeah. Even giving it to, like, girl, for real? Like, you had to that, suit down to that kind of petty? Okay. Okay,
2: yeah, that was petty. I'm thinking that she just, you know, um, getting rid of because that's what I do. I done did that before. I done got rid of some stuff, mm. sell it, throw it away but 300 you you're a billionaire you selling it for 350 dollars 300, yes, in
3: kylie's kylie kylie's closet or something like that <laughs> i think that's what it's called kylie's closet wow that's funny if yeah. you didn't know what petty was now you know <laughs> that was definitely petty miss jenner that was definitely petty jenner. <laughs> so you remember last week i had brought up bad baby um the Catch Me Outside chick from Dr. Phil. Yes, uh-huh. Yes, so she has gone to social media. Basically, people have just been attacking her online, and she feels some kind of way about it. Um, Attacking her
2: pertaining to the um, Jackson situation? Yeah, attacking her
3: about the Sky Jackson situation. And so it's just kind of like, sweetheart, like, you you threaten this young lady. Mm Mm-hmm. She's a child, number one. You threaten her. Yeah. And you have a problem with it. And now she's talking suicide. And one thing I have learned growing up in this world is people that commit suicide don't talk about it. They do it. They just do it, Um, Not to say that, you know, I'm saying anything negative. But it's just kind of like you really are stretching. You're stretching yourself. Like you just went on about killing this girl. And now that social media has had some sort of backlash, you're talking about killing yourself. And it's just kind of like, somebody just needs to pray for her. We need to get some oral and just... (laughs) Not the oral. We need to get some oral (laughs) and pray for her because it's just ridiculous. Like, girl, get over yourself. Um, in other drama, as you know, Megan Thee Stallion, 1501 record label, Carl Crawford, all of them, they have been all up in the blogs, all up in social media. Yeah,
2: I've been seeing that. Yes, so
3: I guess maybe people just haven't learned from all the previous female artists and male artists that have gone into these bad contracts without reading them. And this, then, the third, like you guys are really selling your souls without reading. The yeah. fine print, yeah, and Megan Thee Stallion can attest to it. Basically, they wanted a sixty forty split, and I mean, like she, like Carl was saying, basically, it's most, it's a lot of artists that won't even see that forty percent. Yeah. So I mean, it is what it is, but it kind of goes back to like they say when you becoming an artist, like, secure your own stuff. If you really a good artist, if you're really out there, like, when you out here getting this money and this and the third. Yeah. Invest you, it in other things. Invest it in other things, number one, but also make sure you're investing it into yourself and securing your music, securing yeah. everything that is out there. Otherwise, these people are able to hang things over your head. And for her, for example, she had to go to court in order to stop this. Basically, it was like a cease and desist on her she wanted to release her EP however she did Mm. release her EP Um, yeah she was still the judge ruled with her she released her EP she released her video and she's gonna continue to do what she's gonna do but I hope this is just a learning curve for her because she is young yeah um, and she was she was only 20 when she signed um, the contract, so and of she course was she, just looking at that. The, she was looking at the bigger picture, which was the, the numbers at the end of the day, yeah. which I think a lot of artists just need to learn. Stop looking at that big number, because yeah. you don't know what that big number is going to cost you in the long run.
2: You don't know how much percentage that you're going to get. I mean, as far as the signing and bonus, you mm-hmm. know, I think that's the main thing, because they give you a couple meal. Yeah, up you know, front. So, you know, up front, that signing bonus, but you just don't know the fine print, you know, like those um prescription drugs, or yeah. just prescription in all. Mm-hmm. The fine print diarrhea, may cause cancer, mm-hmm. death. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the the main point it was try to get rid of the, us, the upset stomach or something. Right, so, it, right. it, so it correlates to everything. So you have to do your research and make sure you are secured.
3: Yeah, speaking of secure, Pleasure P was secured on last week. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasure P was arrested at a checkers, y'all. He, Not the checkers. Yes, a checkers in Miami. Supposedly, they had messed up his order. And before they had even messed up his order, he supposedly threw the money at the girl and said something smart to her. She threw the food back at him. Oh my. And it was just this whole of the bottle. He's saying he did nothing wrong. They got poor customer service. We all know how checkers is. Checkers is good <laughs> for checkers, good. <laughs> checkers is good for that. It's late, two, three in the morning. They still open and you done been from the club. It just is what it is. If it ain't checkers, it's Waffle House. And it just is I what grow it all is. I go Waffle House more to checkers. <laughs> yeah. I haven't had I Checkers not like in so prize. long. It's funny because I was riding past the Checkers as I went to go pick up some more shirts today. Um but yeah, I was just kind of like, let me not even stop because I was craving some of their fries. But you know, I just couldn't stop because I was you're just like, you're not supposed I don't to be eating
2: fries or fried food on Lent or Lent over?
3: Lent is not over. Oh. No, it's not. Lent is well, not over. Well, he's supposed to be eating on no fries. That's why I said I didn't stop uh, because I, uh, you know, I didn't stop. <laughs> Anywho, moving on. Uh, you know Katy Perry, right? Mm-hmm. And Orlando Bloom?
2: Oh, crazy!
3: Mm-hmm. Orlando Bloom. They're expecting their first child together.
2: Who? Orlando Bloom.
3: Orlando Bloom and Katy Perry.
2: Who Orlando was that was on That's a Raven.
3: That is Orlando Brown.
2: Oh yes, that's Orlando Brown. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna move right along, cause baby, <laughs> <laughs> this
2: is so no, similar. ma'am, no ma'am. I did not know um, that, but congratulations. Congratulations to those Children two. are you blessings. Know,
3: children are definitely blessings. That is definitely some love there. <laughs>
2: um,
3: I want to move on to a little bit of drama real quick. Um, an Indiana mm. Olive Garden manager was fired. Guess why? Why? Well, they granted a customer's request for a non-black server.
2: What? Yes. Where? 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 Indiana. Indiana.
3: You know, I've never been to Indiana. Don't plan on going there, because obviously (laughs) they don't like black people.
4: Um,
3: But, yes. an Indiana, Olive Garden manager was fired after granting a customer's request for a non-black server. And it's just kind of like, where what time are we living in? Like How did with everything else going out? on, your least concern should be a black server, especially with coronavirus.
2: <laughs> um, Not a And speaking of
3: coronavirus, coronavirus got me fucked up.
2: Um, That's why you got me messed up, <laughs> fucked up uh, segment. But like it'll miss. be for
3: our segment, but like speaking of coronavirus, the South by Southwest was. Canceled due to coronavirus. Not Man. to mention, NBA officials have announced that their players might be playing games without an audience. So it's just gonna be <laughs> the, players. the players inside the stadium and no fans. And LeBron spoke out on spoke out about it. He was like, "I won't be playing no games if my fans can't be there." And I agree. Like, what's the point of playing a game? If people can't even be but, there to watch you,
2: so basically they saying because it's televised that <laughs>
3: they still go yeah on. basically because it's televised so you are gonna basically televise these guys in the stands like you don't realize the people in the stands are what keep them like the momentum, the momentum yes, and motivated. This and the third they be looking at their little girlfriends and this <laughs> and the third yes, like they need those people in the stands in order to watch their show. Um, corona offered fifteen million. To change the name to Bud Light Virus, by the way. Um, now I don't know if that was the truth, but that was a little social media little <laughs> stuff that I did find, and I love the to Bud Light Virus. So <laughs> they want to change it to the Bud Light Virus because, of course, it is just giving them so much like slack. Like you got all but, these memes in here where the refrigerator be full of stuff, and then everybody be <laughs> off to the side with a mask on, and that one little Corona sitting right there in the refrigerator. I'm sure you done seen it. It was hilarious. <laughs>
2: Okay. Oh, hilarious. hilarious J-Man bringing yes, you the news. hilarious J-Man bringing
3: <laughs> you the news. And we're going to end on a high note. Um, you know, Lil Baby released his album last week, and along with releasing his album, he went back to his old high school here in Atlanta, Georgia, Booker T. Washington, and Me. gave the school a $150,000 check. And so I thought that was great amongst everything else that he had going on. Yeah. Um, because he gave them a check. Also, but he, he is was, on
2: a media run. No, no no shade but keep going
3: yeah I mean but he's doing his thing like as far as just giving back I mean he was at the West End Mall handing out albums while we was up here shooting so oh they
2: weren't paying for that who oh he was giving out for free yeah, he was giving
3: out free albums. Oh, that's albums. dope. Yeah, that's was dope. Giving I thought he were paying Yeah, he was giving away his album. Like he's trying to do things, I guess, to kind of give back to his community. I mean, he grew up on the West Side. I mean yeah. it just kinda of is what it is. Like he came from nothing, now he's something. And at the end of the day, it just True inspiration. Goes back. Yeah, it's true inspiration as far as like once you get there, don't forget about the little people and don't forget about those people that you grew up with.
2: Um Yeah, speaking on that though, I listened to his interview with the mm-hmm. uh, Finding Wallow or way low, something um it's a it's a um it's on youtube and so he um he asked him like did he value himself and he said that um he's getting there mm-hmm. so that struck something within me and it was like so you can have millions of dollars
3: right and still it, not be happy with you who you are well
2: i wouldn't say the happy part but i mean that correlates to it but not know your full value
3: right and I think it kind of goes back to you have to think about all the attention and all the people that are, like, all in his face now that he does have money and this and a third compared to when he was just your average But that's before. just
2: something that's inwardly. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's I, something I that. I get
3: it, but it's going to take a lot more. That, that lets you know how obviously humble he is. Yeah. Because it don't matter how much money he has, at the end of the day, it's going to take a lot more than just.
2: Yeah, it takes you know your um, your character right. principles, and you know he's such at a young age, and mm-hmm. with him having so like he has enough money for generational wealth, right? You know, and um, that really struck out to me because people think that you know in order to get the money, it's gonna come with so much prosperity as far as happiness, joy, love, mm-hmm. and it's not not even that case. He said he's never been in love before.
1: Mm. He
2: said you know I can you know I can I can mess with you, but I cannot be in love with you. You know, which means I can invest in you, I can help you, I can have a baby with you, I could do a lot of things. And that still doesn't correlate to that equaling up to love for him.
3: Right. But then you also have to, you have to think back to his possible childhood traumatization, whatever yeah. he's been through in life. Emotionally scarred. and He's emotionally scarred. He's been through some stuff. I'm sure he probably had, it was probably some chick who out here now is regretting the mistake that she <laughs> made, which caused... Him to be the way that he is. Yeah, she probably hurt him really, really bad. But when do you get over
2: that? You know, because that's years ago. You know, sometimes we. Well, we, we don't know
3: how long ago. Was.
2: We don't know how long ago that is, but you have to get to a point where you have to divorce those feelings. You know, you harbor those because at, in, that goes with being intentional with your mate and being intentional with your love because mm-hmm. you, you're making babies. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So how emotionally expressive can you be with, you know, with the, that emotional baggage, that emotional scar? How can you correlate to um, implement that with your, your children? when you're holding all of those things in, when you don't see yourself as a full value, I mean, at at your full value, or you can't love someone, or you can put all of these things into someone and Mm. you still not love, you know, that's a lot of hurt. That's a lot of um, baggage that you haven't went back and, you know, dealt with. You get what I'm saying? Yeah,
3: I get it. And, I mean, I guess we all have been there. We've all have had someone that has hurt us and this and the third that has caused us to not love the next person or really be in love with the next person due to the hurt and whatever we were harboring on from our past. Um, but I think the biggest thing is is that he's acknowledged. Yeah. He's acknowledged. Identified, so yeah. As long as he has identified the hurt, as long as he has identified sure. what his problem is, and as long as he has honestly, as long as he's being That's truthful true. to himself, yeah. he, he can't do anything but continue to grow. he can't do anything but continue to move move up and move past it
2: yeah because he has a lot of you know the new generation looks up to him for inspiration Mm -hmm. because his story is very inspirational and motivating you come from nothing you know for me hip hop music does that for me you know coming from that nothing that slums that poverty mindset and now you on a you on a path of like prosperity you on a Um, path of like really putting yourself in a position to win Mm -hmm. you know so it's very he's very inspirational to me and I like his music you know but I think we're not we don't identify with being that intentional with being firm like we spoke about love and relationship earlier Mm -hmm. and you know he he's doing a lot like I said yeah he on the media run so he's doing these things because that's a part of the media run but you know you know near to his heart I'm pretty sure he would do that you know if it wasn't his album that just came out you know
3: yeah i mean i think um the album has just kind of given him that extra oomph and that extra push to of course make sure his name is out there yeah but it's to also just kind to i think he's also trying to kind of like set the standard and set the platform because you have to think about all the guys the atlanta dope boys that are now <laughs> turned rappers yeah that are now they're realizing hey bruh Once you come up, once you do what you do... Extend that hand. Make sure you extend that hand. I'm not talking about extend that hand and just throw somebody some money just to say you threw somebody some money, but make sure it means something to the community. Make sure it means something to where you grew up or whatever the case may be. Very true. Um, But yes, um, on to... uh, I wanted to end on just a few little tidbits about this coronavirus because it has just honestly just taking over america along with every other virus that was around (laughs) ebola
2: oh yeah i forgot
3: about ebola all of of these different viruses that i was looking somewhere and it was basically stating that there's a different something that comes out every election year which the dates didn't necessarily correlate but it kind of makes sense but i don't know if they're trying to keep people from voting or whatever it is a little tidbit about the coronavirus is that number one it came from bats um it was transmitted. It's transmitted through mammals. Um, it's more virulent than the flu. So basically, when it does hit the body, it attacks the body even harder than the flu does. Um, it causes respiratory distress to the y- to the lungs. Um, over ninety thousand people have been infected already with the coronavirus. Um, and it starts with a cough or a fever. Um, and more than anything, it hits elderly and those with chronic illnesses the hardest. So, guys, wash your hands, wash your hands. Wash your Please hands, wash your hands.
2: It doesn't matter if you have a mask on. Yes, Ma- the mask
3: is not going to help you. Yeah. Um, that is, is ridiculous. Um,
2: but did you hear that there was an African American boy mm-hmm. that they gave um, what is it that you give to a person to get well? Um, anti- antibiotics. Not, antibiotics. Mm-hmm. And he did a full recovery. Now, as we know what virus means, mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be able to give a um, antibiotic antibiotic to for them to recover. Mm-hmm. So they're saying that the melanin that we have in our skin. I said
3: this last week.
2: Yeah, they said the melanin. Well, we, it's no truth to it. You uh-huh. get what I'm saying? But that's that's a, a myth or a phenomenon that they're you know what I'm saying. But he did a full recovery. So that's something to think about. Yeah,
3: it's something to think about, guys. But while we're thinking about it, just please make sure that you wash your hands. Wash your hands. That's the plan. This is your victory. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Generational Empowerment. And in the studio live with us, we have Shooter from Love and Hip Hop, Mr. Bad Guy himself. Yo,
0: yo, (laughs) what's happening?
3: What's going on, Shooter? How you doing today?
0: Man, I'm blessed, man. Bull ground is a blessing.
3: Amen, <laughs> amen.
2: Well, Ashley, why don't you go ahead and get us kicked off with Mr. Bad Guy himself. Okay, Ooh. well, you know, this is Generation Empowerment, so everything is highlighting empowerment. All right, cool. So, okay, we know a little bit about you. So from my standpoint, um, <clears throat> I want to know, how do you feel about the OGs nowadays? Like, um, how do you feel? Do they help building? I mean, do they help build character and planting seeds to better um, their character than just teaching them how to get money.
0: I feel like now then time ain't no ogs. Mm. Cause you know, the ogs they I don't even want to call them ogs no more. hmm I just I just feel like how they misleading to the you. Yeah. It's just it's just niggas is older than other, other other people. They not, you know what I mean? They don't do like when I when I when I came up. hmm Like the ogs, man. You know we respected the ogs. We paid homage to the ogs. Like. We didn't go at the OG. Yeah. See, now nowadays, these young brother, man, they don't got no respect for nobody. Yeah. Especially no so-called OG. If you got a name, get what they're going to do. They're going to go at you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now the, the double OG got to stay out of the way. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, because... Um, you know, with, in the media today, it's just more so it's about, like, how you can get money. Let, let's put you in a position to win, but it's not, like, helping you dropping those nuggets where when you get in a situation, to be able to sustain.
0: Let me tell you something about the OG now, man. What they'll do now, they, they'll... Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. what, what the OG do now, they... What, what I don't understand here, man, they'll misuse. I mean, I mislead the kids, tell the kids to go put in the work. Then they go right home to so their kids and tell them put the gun down. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Hey man, you can't do that, man. You on this side, you on that side. How you gonna mislead somebody else's side? You want somebody misleading you
2: Yeah, because they don't even have, I wouldn't say the qualifications, but um, they're not living the truth in their own lives. They're not. So it's just like, you know, you miss um instructing them on it so much.
0: Everything. Yeah. Ain't oh. them nothing, man. Okay. <laughs>
2: nothing. So, okay. So, what do you think you bring to society? Like, what's the difference that you bring than others? What kind of bring? I just
0: feel like, with me, man, like I come from the streets. You know, I come from the trenches, and like, and there's a lot of brothers that respect me and they look up to me. And like, and like I tell everybody, like, the reason the super say priest can't reach the youth here is. Because he don't look like them. Yeah. See, God had to use people like Nipsey, mm-hmm. people like Shulam, something the youth can relate to. Yeah, it looks like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they can't, they can't, the preacher, he talking, but they're not even listening. Yeah. Because, for one, when they're going to church, you know, they, the church people are already judging about how they, what they got on Yeah. how they looking. So and man, you say man, come so, as you are, but yeah. you're going to get judged. And, but you're going to get judged. So that's why a lot of the kids not going to church. And not doing none of that, and then like if the preacher's speaking, they go and want you and go out there So God had to use people with the dread, the tattoos out in their face, because mm-hmm. this is what the youth
2: respect. You yeah. Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with with your position, what do you implement to try to change society?
0: Well, what what I what I want to do is like you know because I t- like I like 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 I tell them all the time like uh, I've been through so much, man, and you know. Don't don't overcame and don't made it through so much, but yeah. God pulled me through so much. Is I got to be a voice for the youth, man, mm-hmm. and let them know that hey, man, God will take that negative and turn it into a positive. Definitely. You can, you can be you. That's why I won't change my name. hmm. You know I, I get a lot of backlash about how you gonna be shooting. How, how you gonna push? Stop the gun violence. But your name Shooter. That was actually one of the questions that I had for you.
3: Where did, yeah, what, where did the name Shooter come from? Where did that originate?
0: First and foremost, let me say this for the record. Mm-hmm. I would never use the platform that God gave me to promote violence. Mm-hmm. My name is Good Shooter. Mm-hmm. They just took the good off of it and used Shooter. Right. My name stemmed from shooting dice. I did that good. Shooting basketball, I did that good. Shooting jump shots, I did that good. Shooting pool, I did that good. And I didn't name myself. You know, the hood, the hood gave me that name. Mm-hmm. But and the reason I won't change that is, cause the youth are already confused as is. Mm-hmm. See, they feel like in order to make it, you gotta be somebody else. Like if you come from the trenches, you come from you, you grew up in the trenches? No, I didn't. Really I, won't give, I won't give you little I'm going give you a little history. <laughs> so like if you grew up in the hood, right? Mm-hmm. You can be my next old name for twenty years and not even know my real name. All you know is, uh, that shooter. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So why I won't change it is this. Like, <clears throat> nowadays, if you get in a position, and you make it to another level, and you go to call yourself your government name, mm-hmm. like Rodriguez, then you gonna be like, "Who the hell is that? Yeah, We don't know where Right. You Yo, what they gonna say? Oh, well, I'm gonna go Hollywood. Um. But by me being just who they know me to be, mm-hmm. and they see me in another position, another level in life, it give them hope now. It mm-hmm. don't. It don't make them say Hollywood. They say, "Well, we ain't got to do this no more. Little shit. No shit. we can do that." Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. See, so that's why I will not change my name because I don't want to keep freeing your boy and make them feel like they got to be somebody else in order to make it. Right. You don't. Yeah. The devil lives a lot. That's true.
2: You and with I mean? that, that's like true. you speak a lot about God. You know, yeah. you're a God fearing man, and we wanted to highlight that because they only see the bad or you know the negative side. So. You know, with you being a God-fearing man, how does that implement in your life where you are able to make a difference?
0: See, the, the thing about people, man, like I tell everybody, you you can never judge a book just by looking at it. Yeah. You know, God had to give all those trials and tribulations. You had to go through things before we could have a testimony. Mm. And the shit I made it through, I'm sorry, I don't know if I can cuss. Or not. Yeah, you, you can, can cuss. <laughs> but we want you to be full-fledged <laughs> and raw. But, but the shit I made it through and how I got through it, couldn't be nobody but God. Yeah, you know what I'm, saying, what I'm saying? I went through a death, divorce, all this shit at one time. Losing a son to being divorced. No to stay sleep on the floor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. God kept me strong. Wow. kept my faith in him, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I know it can't be nobody but God.
2: Wow, because I think they try to take that, that part out, you know, that God, because, it, oh, it makes me look lame or, you oh, know, God I don't God. know too much about God or the church for me to speak on.
0: One thing about you, never too cool to pray, to God. True. Amen.
2: One thing about it, hey, boy. Yo. <laughs> Amen. <Push it. laughs> we never too cool to pray, to God. That's true. You got something for me, Jay? Yeah. Okay. So
0: you know, I always had to come
3: with a little bit of like the ear to the streets and this and the third. So just kind of going back to like the love of hip hop. You know, you were, you were painted in this image. Part time as just kind of like being this bad guy or whatever right. the case may be. You know. Um, Cause you were going through a divorce, but then you know we got a we got real personal um, right. with the death of your child. So. Um, so with all of that going on, like as far as like life lessons, what did that did what? How basically did that motivate you more? Um, because I know that kind of just was just kind of like, damn! I I thought I was supposed to kind of like be at a highlight right now, and right. here it is. It everything that could crumble did. Right. So like, what possessed you to kind of like, I gotta keep going?
0: See, one thing about this man, cause first and foremost, I didn't even want to do the show, right? Mm-hmm. But if anybody know me, they know I'm God first, family second, and bullshit never. Like it, it was an opportunity that came across the desk, and I, I turned it down twice. Mm-hmm. But my wife, at the time, she was like, hey, if you do this, it'll help us. It'll, it'll enhance. Help us, it'll help us show it. will enhance the business mm-hmm. and what we got going on. Right. So I'm like, man, anybody know I'm sucking sucker for uh, the family, for the team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, go ahead, then, whatever, whatever. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But what I ain't gonna say is, I ain't gonna give these folk the, the real truth, because what I don't believe in doing is bashing somebody I once loved mm-hmm. and put myself in a position to look good. Right. The truth be the truth. She know I, I know God know. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna leave it like that. Right. But it it made me look real bad. It did. Mm-hmm. But if you check on my IG, you go in my life, you go looking at me, you know ain't that guy you see him on TV. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. Sometimes reality ain't always look like. Believe half of what you see and none of what you hear.
1: Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
0: So I didn't even do. I just did that to put my family in a better position. In a better position. To win. So I took the L. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But once they cut me off the show, now, this is the trick. Like, damn, they gonna do me like that? I took the hell. Ain't nobody fucking with me now. And I look terrible to the world. Right. So I was motivated, because one thing I know, God take care of his kids. Mm-hmm. Mm. So the same people that tried to shit on me, they brought me back this season. They got to see me again.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and see, that was a question. That was I another question. <laughs> that
0: was another question that I had for you. Cause, Go like, ahead.
3: looking in the previews, you know, you don't, you don't necessarily see Shooter. You, of course, you see Sierra. She going yeah. through a little bit of turmoil. Possibly, yeah. maybe facing a little time or whatever the case may be. Right. But so you are on the show oh, this course. season. Oh, of course. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, one question I did have, you know, I, I was just kind of like doing a little research, looking around. Do y'all have one or two children together? Two, Two children together.
0: What I don't like to get twisted, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm going to say this, and I don't really like to say it because it's just how much of a man I am. Like, we, we really have one. Mm-hmm. But when I when I came to her life, her daughter was three. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I took on the full responsibility. Now it's my baby. Gotcha. You'll never catch me saying stepchild. None of I'm all she you know. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I that's a respectable boys. man. So, yeah, yeah, so I, I never that's say dope. stepchild. Cause at the end of the day, I don't, I don't like to see my baby hurt because when I say that, she don't respect that. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel that way. It's right. my child.
3: Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. The good guy shooter. Let's, good be guy. Yeah. let's be clear. Let's be
0: clear. The bad guy in the right direction, man. Let's get that hey, shit clear, man. The bad guy in the right
3: direction. Don't get it twisted.
0: See one thing about this shit, let me say this right here. <laughs> <laughs> if you hadn't found your bad, you could never found your good. You gotta,
2: you gotta be go lost through through to be found.
3: You gotta be lost to be found. Go I say that yeah, all the time. I mean, you yeah. definitely got to go so through
0: all something. All y'all perfect people is me. Look in the mirror, man. You know I me. Mean? We all going through <laughs> something. I just make my stroke look good, man. Yeah. That's
2: yes, how so. it is. So what are some qualities that you think that helped you get to where you at now?
0: Oh, uh, man, me just being humble, wise, and always focused, and just knowing God is in control of everything, man. Wow. And, and I just know me as a person. And one thing I realized about life now is that why God give us choice, mm-hmm. freedom of choice, like you're going to have good people, <laughs> you're going to have bad people, you're going to have haters, you're going to have lovers. Mm. The question is... Which one of you? Yeah. So I know that's the balance of the world. So and I've identify. Day, by just knowing how the world go, yeah. it made me scream a tough individual, man. Yeah. I know somebody got to hate. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Somebody right. got to love. Somebody got to be fake. Uh-huh. Everybody can't be like me. Right. Everybody can't be like you. One right. of a kind. Yeah. So I understand the world. I understand life. Mm. Even as with my son's situation, you know, I just feel like God, we're ready for it. Mm. It ain't then I can question. It ain't then, you know, I just understand. Mm. We all have
2: an expiration date. If you keep living,
0: somebody's going to keep dying. Yeah.
2: Simple.
0: That's very
3: true. Yeah, that's very true. So, outside of, okay, so when we introduced you, of course, you know, through the advertisements and everything else, we, we called you a father, producer, entrepreneur. Right. Who else is a good shooter? What what else do you have?
2: The producer, you said the producer. The producer, mm-hmm.
3: the entrepreneur, mm-hmm. or even. But under, I don't think a lot of people know about the producing part. So yeah, just kind of give them a breakdown of kind of what you do because you weren't necessarily nobody got to really see what you did when well, you did come to the light well, as far first as. First and
0: foremost, I don't really think it's a title mm-hmm. that you can put on this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause God said I can do anything I put my mind to do. Mm-hmm. Like even with the music, I never tried to do none of it. It's like everything came to me. So I was forced, you know, to play the game a little bit. But even though I helped Thug, I can name a, f- a few artists. Mm-hmm. Yaki, Pop Lord, um, even to Lil Baby, when he's just first started rapping. You know what I mean? Come to me every day, shit, what's your thing? This and that, this and that. I'm like yeah, just do that, boy, you, you got it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm an actor. Uh, man, I can talk, I can't put no title on it. Uh, <laughs> I'm in about nine movies uh, artists, man, I don't even know what I am. Know what I'm trying to tell you, like, uh, what you call it? I can't even get the name. You're jack man. of all trades, huh? Yeah, man, I can't get, I can't get it, I can't get it out. Like I do everything. Mm. Get what's so crazy about it, though Not trying to do everything. Me not doing, me not doing so much is doing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And only sometimes I be like, only understand how I get to certain points in life. Like, God, they got to be you, man. Yeah. How did I even start tapping with this and end up here? Yeah. Because I, I couldn't even see, like, let me show you something. In my whole life, I always tried to push somebody else to be great. Everybody on ever encounter, you rap, I'm going to try to push you to be great. You dance, like, okay, we're going to try to push you to be great. You play ball, whatever. The whole time I was pushing other people to be great when God was calling me to be great. Mm. That's deep, isn't it? Yeah. That's
3: real deep. That's super deep. I mean, that that just, you know, lit a little fire inside of me because I've been there, too. I never seen so, yeah. myself on
0: TV,
2: man. Like, how, how did I get Well, you sit back and you yeah. like, what got me here? You know, like, how to you, you know, you never see the future. You think, you know, you try to envision, uh, okay, it's, it's, but you never see, like, dang, you know, and you have to soak up those moments where you get into that position and be like, wow.
0: Did yeah, I understand how I go. I just you everything. I like mean, mm-hmm. Even though I went through all that bad stuff on TV, but at the same time I look at the positive through everything. If I if I had not went through this, I would never know who I was married to. How deep is that? Mm. That's
3: real deep. That's I don't think we want to go there. <laughs> as far as as far as the marriage, do you think the um. Age difference played a role in the situation as I, far as maturity and. I'm
0: not gonna keep making that as an excuse. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you know, we played the we played the age game for two, three years, four, mm-hmm. five years. And I was married eight years, going on now mm-hmm. Sad part about it is, I didn't ask to marry. Mm-hmm. I was asked to get married, so by me and I was and I and I had a time on it. We get married, my sister, 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 So I'm like, I wasn't ready, but get what I said. I love her. Mm-hmm. So I'm willing to try to take that sacrifice and make it work. So I'm like, okay, we're going to get married. So i want to keep playing the age game because you knew what it was when you said, when you, said you read it. Mm-hmm. You made me get ready. Right. You know so you should have been ready, too. Yeah, so whatever the difference it was, we could have you know communicated and compromised. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. So with all those titles under your belt, I know we spoke um, last time, the favorite title is being a father. No. Yeah. So can you touch a little bit about um, being a father, the fatherhood?
0: Man, let me tell you something about being a father, man. Like, my kids really show me what genuine love really is. Yeah. It's like, when you come from a home where, not even just a home where your daddy, you seen your dad, all he did was protect and provide. So I picked up all them traits, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I love to get up and do everything for my kids. I, everything a single mom do, I do like a single father. Mm. Even though my kids have good moms. But I make mean, sure I do everything, cook clean. Get them ready for school, make sure they break the teeth, do the homework. Go pick them up. And still try to find time to find some money while I'm doing all that. Pay yeah. Be. <laughs> yeah, I love it, man.
2: Yeah, I know that was something that you lit up about. Yeah, because ain't nothing ain't
0: ain't like getting you know, up. And you see your children just growing, you're looking, at, you're looking at them, they getting big, so fade, like, damn oh, am, man, they my kid. <laughs> <laughs> they smile, you pick them up out of school, you like, man, I love that. They give you motivation to keep going. Yeah. Okay. You gotta but have one, something to live for. One thing about it, man, ain't nobody gonna take care of your kid like you. That's true. So you gotta keep yourself out of home way mm-hmm. and do what's needed to stay out here, man, and take care of your children. I really believe in that, you know?
2: Yeah. That's yeah. the first and foremost family. Even though you say blood's not thicker than water, but in actuality it is. But I
0: take care of my nephews, my brothers, my mama, everybody. Well. Yeah. Even when I was going through what I was going through, I was still demand man. Like, had all that weight on my shoulder, but I still had to step up and take care of everybody.
3: Still had to step up and, yeah. you know, continue to maintain That's what kept me everybody so was strong.
0: Because yeah. at the end of the day, I'm like, I can't fold right now. Mm-hmm. Not right here. Yeah. Took a big loss, a big L. But if I lose my mind, we gonna lose the game. Right.
2: Mm. You see what? I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I think your mindset through it all was the was the biggest challenge. Yeah. Well, you know. Biggest test ever. Yeah.
3: Yeah, one of the biggest tests, and I think for people that have lost a loved one, and then to also kind of be going through losing. Relationship and this and Nine years. It, yeah. It just kind of gave them, like, and then to, for them to be able to see you come back and be bigger and better than before.
0: See, that's my testimony. Right. See, what I went through, you might not be able to survive. Mm-hmm. But you might be going through some some in your life. But when I tell you my story, you like, oh shit, bro, i ain't going through that. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shit, he just went through. I know I can get through this. Right. So that's why God give you those test, more trials and tribulations, man. Because you you got to speak it and tell somebody what you went through, your testimony. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it may help you get through your day. It may help you get through your, your rest of your life. Right? That's true. You know what? I mean? That's definitely and true. And I understand that. Like how, God, when, when God made us man, what I was just telling somebody the other day, and it's funny. I'm like, you think when God made hear me, he say, "Okay, Jay Z, I'm gonna give you this. I'm gonna give you that." No, 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 We all got a supernatural gift. It just the problem is we don't tap in because we too busy trying to try tap in on somebody else. Somebody else blessing, him. right? So you miss yours. You'll be right here. Right. But I want to do what you doing. Right. Because I mm. see how much money you're making. So I'm trying to tap in on what you. But that's your blessing. Right. That's it's why they say
3: comparison you. kills. Right.
2: Yeah. 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 So how? What's your explanation of how somebody will be able to tap into their own?
0: Once you fail so many times by trying to be somebody else, you ain't got no other choice but to tap into yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: You keep trying to live somebody else' life, and you keep you keep following your faith. Mm-hmm. But what if you're not trying to live somebody else? Like, what if you really trying to get what's for you? Well,
0: I understand that. But like I said, you can be out there and keep trying to, you know, dig and dig and dig, and you see you ain't getting no results when mm-hmm. you keep doing the same thing. In order to get new results, you gotta do something Something different, different, man.
2: Yeah, insanity. Yeah, Yeah, you gotta do
0: something different.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, man. You have just been just a blessing without even knowing it. You know, um, I'm sure to our listeners, uh, even just to us inside the studio, just to know, like, even when you're going through, even when you're going through your toughest moments, it's something greater on the other side of it. Gotta stand in there, man. Yeah, you definitely have to stand in there and stay strong. Um, but we're going to take a quick break, and we're okay. going to be back. Thank you guys for listening to Generational Empowerment. Definitely. I am your boy, Jay Man, And
2: I'm Ashley Jay. And we will be back. Yes, sir. Ooh, me. This is your victory. Welcome
3: back to Generational Empowerment. I'm your boy, Jay Man,
2: And I'm Ashley Jay.
3: And we have good boy Shooter in the yes, building.
2: Yes, sir. What's happening? <laughs>
3: so, guys,
2: turn your lights down.
3: Light a candle, <laughs> find your, your good place. Mm-hmm. Think about this week. We going into our You
2: Got Me Fucked Up segment.
3: Yes. This is a time where you can release all that bad and negative energy that has taken place.
2: You see, we got the candles lit.
3: We got the candles lit. <laughs> <laughs> so go on and take that time, release, relax, and let us know who got you fucked up. Ashley, would you like to start?
2: Okay, I'll start off. Okay. Who has me fucked up? Somebody got her fucked up. i did. Well, (laughs) I really can't say who got me fucked up. Mm -hmm. But I will say, we got a little puppy. And we got a like cage in this little fence. And when I say she tore the whole entire carpet off, like the floor, just hanging. She got me fucked up. Damn.
3: You know the puppies. You know the animals. You know. What so they she do. been
2: eating whatever the little stuff that that you have to put yeah, underneath you know, it. Uh-huh. We had to take it to the vet. That was like a two hundred dollar bill. It's like a child and a poodle mix. Oh
0: yeah,
2: y'all got the dog fucked up. Got it mixed. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna be full of bread. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she got us fucked up. We treated like a person, Is she gonna do that to us. You know, we just trying to contain you. I don't know how much that carpet gonna cost, but she got six me fucked hundred, up. You know that, six hundred, oh, Lord Jesus. She got me fucked up. So, That's the only thing I, I mean, did nobody really have me fucked up this week? Jay had me fucked up every week.
3: I had you fucked up every day, baby. Every Tuesday day. Tuesday through Friday? Yes, ma'am.
2: Saturday, you got me fucked
3: up too. <laughs> Ashley be all right come Saturday, but Tuesday through Friday, when we be in that, when we be at our nine to five, with our work clothes on, will yeah. <laughs> be fucked? ready to fight me. <laughs> but no, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. The coronavirus got me fucked up. Well, Here at Direct okay, Access Radio, we set up a whole South by Southwest trip. We got our rooms booked, whip booked flights booked everything set to go (laughs) and the coronavirus has put a damper
2: on our plans a cancellation it has put a cancellation on Mm -hmm. our plans now
3: i know it's some folks at the radio station trying to figure out how i'm gonna get my coins back from the airlines because you know they don't do no refunds they just hold on to you they just hold on to your money (laughs) until you're ready to book another flight so you
0: run a chance of trying to fly and then trying to live.
3: <laughs> well, they already say I got to cut my beard off in order to stop coronavirus. So coronavirus period got me fucked up. No <laughs> they got me fucked all the way up.
0: Yeah. Um,
3: but yes, we are gonna turn it over to a good shooter. Who got you fucked up, my guy? Hey
0: man, I'm, I don't really want to say no name, but I'm gonna say this right here though. It, you know, when you when you uh, get a, to a certain point in your life. Which IG you let somebody, you know, hell your page. Right. You know, I give my eye to a particular person, you know. Spoke my partner, you know. You don't know, really be checking my deal and shit like that. Shit, I go on my deal. I look at this motherfucker. Oh, she never was outgoing to never some blue check. Never female. <laughs> she got me looking thirsty. This nigga got me fucked up. Got you all uh, the way fucked up. So uh, I'm so I, I, man, no bullshit. About 35 girls. Hey, how you doing? What's happening? What's the fuck on <laughs> I must sound like fucking this. Where did no this? You know what I mean? Do he look like you? Uh, no. Then, no, he was using either, his. It, it profile. profile he, he using- look like me? Using my profile. Yeah, I get he's, that, he's so what you planning on doing? I don't know what he's doing. If they respond, I guess he's going to do the catfish thing. That, 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 that's okay, not yeah, what I am trying to
3: figure catfish. out yeah, Look yeah, like you. Yeah, All right, so the catfish got yeah, us yeah, fucked up. You got me
0: fucked
3: up, man. You know, and I, I was just looking at hiring a social media person this week, and I don't know about that idea no oh, more. Well,
2: you don't have no oh, blue yeah. check, or you ain't on, you know what I'm saying, TV. So I don't, I don't know if they're going to be hollering back like they do or That should make a nigga thirsty. Yeah, make you look thirsty. I not be doing
3: that. Did Ashley just shaved me? <laughs> Ashley got me fucked up. Talking about I ain't got no blue
2: check.
0: Ain't
3: <laughs> don't worry it. about it. I be
0: verified
3: I mean, don't, soon. Don't, worry, don't
2: worry about
0: it, player, 'cause I ain't got
2: nothing. Either. <laughs> but you got a blue check. Your face card is a blue yeah, check. Yeah, no, you right about that. In the street, that motherfucker
3: is a blue check. You All right, verified. Yes sir. <laughs> yes sir. Yes sir. Well, shooter, good shooter. Let's be clear. It's not shooter. It's good shooter. Um, he is the man. In these streets, let's be clear. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. appreciate you for tuning in. We appreciate you for joining us, Good Shooter. Uh, we hope to have you on again.
2: I'll be back real soon. Yes. yes you know, yes. one phone call away for shooting. No doubt yes, sir.
3: <laughs> so make sure you guys tune in to Love and Hip Hop. When is it viewing?
0: March 16th. And let's be clear about one thing this ain't no Hollywood shit. This Hollywood mm. shit. Y'all stay tuned.
3: Y'all stay tuned. <laughs> Love and Hip yes, Hop. Yes, sir. ATL, March 16th, make sure y'all tune in, I am your boy J-Man,
2: and I'm Ashley Jane, and this is
3: Generational Generational
0: Empowerment.
2: Empowerment. This is your victory.
0: Yo, what's happening, it's your boy Shooter Love and Hip Hop Zone, the bad guy. Y'all already know, who you know with direct access to these streets? Huh, it's the bad guy.